if I kept DJing like every single week and going out every single week, like I would have gotten some pretty bad hearing damage. The top hits are like maybe two, three minutes tops, yeah, right? Yeah. Hey y'all, welcome to the Barbershop Quintet Podcast, the podcast where my guests and I debate our top five lists of current and past topics that are relevant for millennials like you. And who am I? My name is Tony Lee and I'll be the host for today's show. After we debate our top five lists and back up our standings, my guests will enter the buzz cut lightning round, where they will each have to quickly formulate a convincing buy and an argument on top five lists or topic of my choosing. Based on those arguments, I, the decider, will pick which answer resonates with me the most. However, only catch is that each guest has a total of 50 seconds for their argument. Go over the time, or if they can't finish their argument, they'll get penalized points, and I may give the oppositional guest the advantage. So last month, I've released an episode which leads into today's episode. A great preview to open up the floor, no pun intended, on further discussion on the topic of the lifestyle and work that this specific profession has. With spring here and summer approaching, and with the past year and this year's unfortunate reality that the world is facing, you know, there's a pandemic halting all activities and gatherings for last year to this year as well. Um, And we don't know when it's actually going to be back to normal again, per se, or full scale running. Um, This profession and entertainment industry in itself has definitely taken quite a hit as uh, other industries as well. This is a topic that was on my mind for a few months now. And I messaged my guests today to let them know so that we'll be doing this, Um, especially one guest. I've, I've messaged you really bare bone in the beginning when I started this, because I, I knew this was a topic that was really close to heart for me, close to the home for me, something that I've done before, something that I snuck in before here and there. I kind of dabbled my fingers in. Again, as I alluded to in the Vici podcast, this profession, I have much the utmost respect for people who work in them. But before I introduce these guests for today, our topic for today are Basically, weddings and formals, but more specifically, the top five dance floor songs that every DJ must have in their arsenal. So it's wedding season. Yes. Now, of course, it's only appropriate that I invite DJs. And uh, for those at home who don't know, I was DJ too. Again, as I alluded in previous episodes before. But enough about me. Let me introduce you my guest for today. So the first guest I have here is one half of a tandem of a duo that I have met through university, a friend of mine who we can, we've kept in touch since 2011. Very first person I met out of this whole, I guess, panel here for today. Oh, well, in, in Hamilton, he's a really big DJ. GTA and Markham, I don't know like where, where you stretch out, Aaron, but he's been doing weddings. He's been doing events, formals, parties, clubs, you name it. He's also done a drive-in as well under his alias, DJ Malik, or his tandem duo alias, Control Zero, with my second guest who I'll be introducing as well. He also has released a song as well under his own name, which is quite interesting. I want him to dive into that as well later on today. But DJ Malik, aka Aaron Malik, can you please introduce yourself to us and give us your teaser statement for your list today, please? Hey, Tony, thanks for the intro. So yeah, my name is Aaron Malig and my DJ alias is DJ Malig. I work with DJ OJ and we together are Control Zero. I went to McMaster and studied software engineering there, graduated. 
in my last year, actually, I did decide to pick up DJing. And that was mainly because of DJ OJ, actually. Fun、mm. fact, he taught me. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that's,、uh, that's not something a lot of people know, but I always、yeah. give credit to him for showing me and paving the way for me. And my teaser statement for、mm-hmm. my list is that basically these songs will work for everybody, no matter what the age. And it has been tested、yep. and proved. <laughs> <laughs> tested and proved. Thank you for your list today. And thank you for your time today, Aaron. That's, that's a fascinating fact that I didn't know myself. I guess、uh, Kevin's your senpai in a sense. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,、um, thank you. I'm honored to have you on here today, as well as my other guests also. But with that being said, your list that you sent me yesterday before we really dive into it, my initial thoughts were yes, this is an all encompassing list. Like, this is very like, well rounded. And I hear this at every formal, at every wedding. Definitely, when I compared the list, everyone's list, including mine, there's that one song that I was that is definitely like there. And it stuck out to me. I was like, yes, I think that's like the epitome of like wedding dances. But we'll, we'll discuss. Well, we'll discuss that later on, but there was one song also which I have another thought about. I, I like the tested and the proven theory that you put behind that. But、uh, thank you again, Aaron, for your time today, and、um, can't wait to see what your list entails.、Thank、Moving you, on、Tony. to my next guest, the other half of Control Zero. Yo,、um, yo, yo. <laughs> a friend of mine from 2014. We're going to go chronological in order here, I guess, because he's the other half of Control Zero. I did not know that you. Kind of taught Aaron this, but Kevin K Chuck DJ OJ, can you please introduce yourself and give us your teaser statement for your list as well, please? True, true, true. I'm Kevin Chuck, like I'm DJ OJ. I, I didn't choose that name, my my friends gave it to me, you guys gave it to me. I still think it's you know, I don't know, I, I still carry a little bit of shame to that name because, like, yeah, I, I'm sure it could be cool, but. I don't know. At first, it just sounded so dumb to me, but it's growing、yeah. on me. It's growing on me. I believe that if you market something properly, you can make anything look good. Facts. 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 So, that's a little intro onto my list. I really, I, really、like、to, I really like to make sure to always keep it fresh. I, I understand, especially at weddings, the age group might be a little older. I don't want to say not as fresh, but they're, they're the slightly older generation. Uh, in terms of partying and stuff, right? So, I always want to put something that that they that will give them the nostalgia, but I always like to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. those combined, I feel create some pretty awesome energy. That's what that's what my list is about. All right, perfect. Thank you. Thank you, DJ OJ.、Um, no problem. I'm just going to call you K Chuck from now on,、um, no, just because I know, I know. I know that name brought a bit of pain to you, a bit of scar, a bit of trauma.、Um, a little but, bit. <laughs> but yeah, I was surprised you stuck with that name for so long, but I'm glad that you said you marketed well and you have. It's a name that people really rang to, regardless、yeah. if they, they were part of how that name got created. But I will say this though your list, however, I won't dive into it as much, but when you sent me the list, There's a one song when you said keep it fresh, and I understand where you're coming from with that. But the one song I was like, oh, I don't know, man. And, and I think when you review it, I think the other two gentlemen will be like, what? Really? That one? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll、um, talk about it later. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. But yeah. So that, that, that's the one thought I have right now, that initial thought. But thank you for your time and your list today. Moving on to my final guest here. 
don't know what else to say. Um, met him last of these other two gentlemen. He, he kept me sane for three weeks in Dominican Republic. Was a great confidant, a friend of mine, or I guess, um, what is it? Colleague, uh, combatant in the battlefield. I don't know how you want to phrase that. Yeah, he's DJed. He's open for artists. He's done a premium events. He just, fun fact, um, I, I want you to dive into this later. Fun fact, though, two days ago or a few days ago, you told me that you had an online bar mitzvah, um, <laughs> which is insane. But yeah, anyways, um, moving forward, he's six foot tall, n- crazy flow, coming from the left, <laughs> right, a left corner. His favorite food is ham and cheese. Give it up for DJ Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie, Let's can go. you please introduce yourself? And give us just a teaser statement for your list today. What an intro. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, yeah my uh, my name's Kyle. I go by DJ Kyrie. been DJing for, uh, I think, like eight or nine years now. Various different events from corporate to weddings to, uh, you mentioned before, I did some like premium events for uh, just various different artists when they go on tour and stuff. My list today, I went with... When I work weddings, my goal for that is I want everyone to be included, regardless mm-hmm. of how old you are, how young you are, your gender, where, what background you're from. It doesn't matter. My list, I wanted to get the big hitters that regardless, you've heard this at some point and you will party to this music. Perfect. Thank you for your time today, Kyrie, DJ Kyrie. And I'm just going to call you DJ Kyrie for the rest of the yeah, show. Man, I'm excited okay. for this. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for your time and thank you for the list. Of course, look through your list. Like you said, all these songs you knew at one point or in your life or another, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you heard it on the radio. You either sang it, you either danced to it. You, yeah, I think your, your list, just like Aaron's very like, it's hard to make a top five list. So like, like your list is like basically all the songs I'd have on my set list as well when I DJ (laughs) for a wedding or formal, but yeah, I mean, classics again, we'll, we'll dive into yours as well. I think the one thing I would say is very female empowering in in your songs. Um, And I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. For myself, for listeners at home, you already know who I am, so I don't need to introduce myself. But my list, basically, classics as well. If you heard it, you heard it. If you haven't, you've been to an event that has done this. Why I say has done this is because these are songs that people can dance to. And, and it's not it's not dance, dance. Like, you don't need to be, like, formally, like, taught or anything. These are, like, simple steps. I don't know if that gave it away, but I have a couple songs on that. And my other, my other half is songs that you could sing to. So, like, karaoke slash dance parties. Because technically, you know, people love doing that, regardless of whatever state they're in. But usually when it comes to formals and events, there's a little bit of a, you know, something, something liquid courage in there. Just, just, uh, just putting it out there. But people, you know, get adrenaline driven, get um, a little bit more, you know, more easygoing. And people just like to dance and have a good time. And then th- my list composes of that. So, yeah. So that's my uh, teaser statement for my list today. Now, before we do that, um, we're going to take a quick little break and then we're going to head into the random number generator um, to figure out who gets to go first within our uh, 
sharing our list here for today for you fellows for you gentlemen um this will be your very first time doing this very first time being on the podcast as well so how this usually goes is i have a random number generated from one to 25 so if you guys could choose a number from one to 25 i'll spin it whoever lands on the closest gets to go first second closest gets to go second and so forth i the host will go last so let's start off with Aaron, because I introduced you first. Mm-hmm. So Aaron, if you can please choose your number from one to 25, please. I'm going to choose one. Oh, number one. Okay. Kevin, can you give me a number from one to 25, please? 24. All right. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Number 24 for Kevin. Number one for Aaron. And last but not least, Kyle. I've got to go with 13. Right in the middle, strategic play. Right there, I love that. I I was considering that one. (laughs) And luck at number thirteen. We'll see if you generates luck. This is Um, it. We're gonna generate three, two. Oh, it generated luck. There you go. Atlanta number seven. I was doing the math in my head. I was like, one is closer than seven to thirteen. No, okay. So yeah. So Kyle, you got to go first. Wow. And and then Aaron, you got to go second. K Chuck goes third, and I'll go last. So. Kyle, if you can please dive into your top five wedding slash formal dance floor songs that every DJ must have in their arsenal. Damn, that's a mouthful. <laughs> floor is yours. No pun intended. Perfect. Right on. I mean, it's appropriate. I think that we're going to start off with this because my list is a lot of classics. It's stuff that is like, yeah, it's older. And honestly, at some point, I think they can be taken. If out of context, you can be like, oh, that's an old song. But in yeah. context, if you're talking about on a dance floor at a wedding, these are the songs to go to. In my opinion, this is the things you got to hit. So I'll start us off. We'll go five to one. So starting off at the bottom, number five, we have Respect Aretha Franklin. Okay. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Everyone's got to find out what it means to me. Everyone's (laughs) got to do it. There's not a time when you drop that part and Mm -hmm. people don't just scream along and sing. And just from a DJ edit point of view, Like, it's a really nice BPM range if you're trying to start off getting into Mm. a dance groove. Let's say you were going from a slower cocktail section into dancing. This is kind of that middle tempo that you can work your way up or down from. So, and again, Mm. classic. Everyone in your grandmother knows respect. Especially the grandmothers. Especially Especially your grandmother. And that's the thing that people forget about weddings and stuff. You know, I know you want like the late night stuff, but that's late night. (laughs) This is like prime time wedding, right? Yes, yes. So that's my number five. Number four, we're jumping up in age a little bit, but we're Mm. we're moving there. Hey Ya by Mm. Outkast. And this is such a recognizable, I don't know if there's other songs that hit as instantaneously as all they have to do is go one, two, three, uh. And I think everyone knows what song it is that yeah. you, you already, if someone doesn't go, my baby, don't mask, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it's just, again, and these are fun things that everyone's familiar with. Everyone mm-hmm. gets some points can sing along, especially the shake it, shake it when they were had everyone shaking Polaroids, like just so influential. It was too big for that yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, can I redo my list? God, <laughs> I completely uh, forgot about that one. I'm hitting uh, number three. Another classic, so jumping back in time a little bit, a classic, September 
Earth, mm. Wind and Fire. Mm. And again, this is like a family friendly. There, there isn't really a group that this song. I know maybe younger people, especially, let's say, like people now born within the 2000s may not be so familiar with these songs or maybe not even if I say September, Earth, Wind and Fire, you might not know what that is just by the name. But from if you've ever been to a wedding, if you've ever been on a public dance floor, odds are somebody's played September. <laughs> yep. So that's yep. my number three spot. Number two, which might seem a little controversial for weddings specifically, but mm. once you hear it, you'll hear it out. Single ladies, Beyonce. Okay. Now this, and then you mentioned earlier about kind of these having a, a, a almost a female lead going on here. What I find yeah. just from experience, from trying to fill dance floors, like the people you really want to feed to and the people who will get you going are women women will start the dance floor if you play a good song yep. for them they're not shy to grab a couple friends and get it going so what's a better song than yes the bride's getting married so they're not a single lady but what about all the bridesmaids <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i mean there's always a crowd of someone's gonna all the single ladies woo it it always is going to happen. It won't not get that reaction. So I think that's really important. And then finally, to top it off, number one, must have, you must mm. have this in your repertoire at a wedding. Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. Mm. It's just mm. the yes. ultimate classic. The tempo's there. It's the biggest sing-along. It's talking about dancing with somebody. It's so yeah. specific on the nose. It's so inviting uh, and even DJing aside bands, that is such a big live band song to do at these kind of parties mm. to hit. I want to dance with somebody. This was hard to put them in order, but I think I have to top things off with that. I want to dance with somebody, Whitney Houston. And that's uh, that's my classic list there. That's a very, 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 I'm coming, I feel strong. very... I'm coming for you guys strong. I'm, I'm coming out with the big one twos. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I don't know if my list can top that. I want to read you. <laughs> yeah. This is, and this is where Kyle, you come in and you're like, whoop, Tony got your hat. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, for, for the listeners at home, that's Amazing. a Jake Paul reference. So before we head on to Aaron's list, I have a couple points here, a couple thoughts, you know, before we uh, go yes, and share all each other's thoughts. Again, I like your point on where you said the uh, women empowering. I think that's something where it's like, all right, you're dance floor. If it's empty, that's like a faux pas. Like that, that, that is like a no go. It's like dead it's a scary air. Right? Sight, man. It's a scary sight. So <laughs> bring those, bring your market in, your demographic in of ladies. And that, that kind of ties into, I guess, everyone's list, my list as well. If they can sing or dance to it they're more prone to to go there and as creepy as it sounds this is the same notion or very similar notion to an extent that you'll see at the clubs girls don't care all they want to do is just dance and have a good time guys will never go into the dance floor unless there are girls there so that's why one of your songs on there single ladies is one of those songs that i think from in my opinion guys can just break out of their masculine kind of stereotypical view and poke fun and do the exactly these are the icebreakers yeah exactly so I, I like that i like that i like that list and how you are i guess articulated in a way into molding into the purpose that you wanted to purpose uh 
for your dance floor. So I like your list and uh, we'll dive into the next list. And uh, yeah, keep that list in mind, gentlemen. Going back to it, Aaron, you're next on the list here. Can you please give us your top five songs for us today? Yes, sir. So, I mean, I've done a number of weddings myself. So like I said in my teaser, these are all, for the most part, tested and proven. I guess I, I didn't really rank them. But um, ranking for, is hard. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't rank mine, and usually I do. So, well, just because Kyrie uh, ranked his, I'm just gonna do a quick ranking right now. So, okay. coming in number five, this one I've only gotten to play at one so far, but just because mm. of how many times I've listened to it in the past, I guess year or so, and I know for sure this is moving forward going to be one of the the songs i'm putting in mm. and it's going to be dua lipa's levitating mm. and that's also you know kind of keeping it fresh it's hasn't been fully tested and proven yet but yeah. it's just it's just a feel-good song you know and it's very modern there's some rapping the baby comes in with a, a whole verse right and i but every time i hear it i always want to jam out you know like i'm i'm always grooving to the song it's a bop it's a bop, yeah. So that's number five, just because it hasn't been fully tested and proven over uh, a lot of gigs, right? But that's definitely up there. I think number four for me would mm-hmm. be, like, who doesn't like Sean Paul, right? So my fourth <laughs> song would be his Temperature, Sean Paul's classic. Temperature song. That's a classic, yep. It's a classic, but it's not an oldie, right? So that's yeah. why, for me, it's number four, because it's it's still pretty recent and based on all the response i've gotten back from the the crowd just their energy like the song came out in what 2000 let me search this up real quick i think it was like Two, four 2000, or something? 2005 okay five <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's it's not something that all the parents and older crowd would dance to per se but mm. um this i would say is kind of more of my transition song let's say from when when the parents are just starting to get off the dance floor, or go home for the night, this is the perfect transition song I use uh, to transition into late night. You mm, know, make a more ratchet, a more a little more <laughs> ratchet. You know, it's it's a little more like you know you got to get hours. down with it. Yeah, after hours kind of wedding vibes, not yep. true after hours, but uh, <laughs> you know, you guys know what I mean. That one was very close to my top five. I had I made a little like top 10 list and tried uh, to break it down from there, and temperature was there. That's what I should have that's... done. But I just went for the top five that came first in my head, right? So Sean mm-hmm. Paul, like actually all of his songs like are a bop, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I would play at least maybe three anywhere from three to four of his songs throughout a night, especially in if the crowd is if the crowd that's currently there is very into it yeah. and obviously yeah you really have to judge by the crowd right if they mm-hmm. they don't like the first sean paul song or if you see people leaving then you know you got to figure out what works okay moving on to the third one yep uh that would have to also be earth wind and fire september because <laughs> i have played that at every single wedding is part of my i guess opening routine mm. And it's it's one I play early on because that's when because it's it's a more older song, I would gear it towards like the um the older crowd, obviously. Mm. And that's just to kind of you know give I, I want to give the parents and stuff a, a chance to dance too, you know, like 
their their children um will also want to get get up and dance to it i've seen it it's really cute <laughs> but yeah they just you know get up and yeah. even the little ones know it's it's time to groove you know like they listen to it and it's like you know what the song like even they though they might not know it it's it's a feel-good song it's a bop and it's timeless so yeah. that that song will sit at number three for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. moving on we have in number two we have dancing queen for me mm. and yeah that one that one i've played at not only weddings like i played it at formals i played it i've even I, oj i think we played at the club one time right not not like a, a like a regular club night for hip-hop and stuff but like like more of a top 40s club night i i think yeah we probably did that yeah we probably played that there and you know it's it's also timeless it's mm. no that, that song goes really well after after crazy in love by beyonce so if you drop crazy in love first and then you stick <laughs> dancing queen in like people it's already game, lose, game over. lose their minds with crazy in love you put dancing queen in the like like uh Kyrie said you know you, you want to get the ladies attention on the dance floor and the, the guys will follow mm-hmm. that's so wild you said that i i do a similar mix that's crazy yeah, yeah. They, they <laughs> spot on. you know you know and what it's it the is? same thing yeah. of it's the quick like like i was pointing out in my list of like the one two three it's the piano as soon as you hear that iconic and then you're in yeah. the song and you're it's you're going <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's it's exactly that and i think that's why i ranked that over september because sure i think for me like i i either start off with the 100 bpm songs and it depends on the mood right so i, I might start off with some 126 like groovy songs so between that i feel like dancing queen ranks higher because it's i think it's 104 bpm and that meshes more into like the other songs that i would play normally it's just the perfect bpm to like get people to start dancing and then after you know you've played a bit of 100 bpm songs like you can bump it up a notch and go like 117 to like disco you know but i think one 104 is like the perfect starting and and again that's all pop songs nowadays on on the radio right like all the mainstream songs 104 bpm i'd say uh give or take so that would be definitely in number two and i'm glad you guys agree that's definitely up there as well and coming in number one it's it's more I like the song more than anything too. And I've again played this at every every wedding, every formal, every I've even played it at, at the clubs as well. It's definitely gotta be Bruno Mars's 24K magic. Mm. And I mean, first of all, who doesn't like Bruno Mars? His songs are hella groovy. Yep. And that that song with the um, I think it's just the instruments in the background, it's just it's just a groove, you know? Like this guy is known for making groovy music and that song comes in number one because every time i hear that song go on like i'm jamming too you know mm-hmm. and everyone else just like it, everyone just goes to the dance floor because they hear 24k magic it's a song for everyone all the parents will dance to it all the children will dance to it the grandparents will tr- dance to it like it's just a song for everyone so yeah for me i think that ranks at number one 
Okay, perfect. Thank you for the list. Yeah, yeah thank you for the list. That's a good list. That's a good yeah, list. That is a, that's a strong <laughs> that's a good list. He came back with a counter punch, Kyrie. Okay, I see you. I see you. <laughs> Tested and proven for the most part. <laughs> Before we go into K Chuck's list here, I liked it how you broke down your thought process on like, this is my closing, this is my opening, this is when I'm playing these songs. Out of your five lists for, for your five songs on this list, except for temperature, it, this is so great too that like music comes in a very perpetual cycle. You think Bruno Mars and Dua Lipa, they are, but they're like more so today's current artists, uh, most hardest, hottest artists. But Dua Lipa with her newest album that just came out with Levitating and um, all the other songs that came out this past summer and Bruno Mars with 24K Magic, uh, Unorthodox Jukebox and all his other albums before that, they're all going retro now. So even 24K Magic, that has a very 80s, 70s vibes to it, even though it was released in 2019, 2020 or whatever, right? Like very recently, whatever. Levitating also has like this 80s retro funk groove to it, right? So like I liked it how you put it, those songs into it as well because I, I do believe that these songs are like just timeless that you could just plug in at any wedding. Kids would know like the older songs because they're just instant classics. And you're right. Get the parents in there first. When I was, when you were breaking down that part, I was actually thinking that you might've went down the, the route of because kids have all this energy and they'll dance to like whatever, right. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Parents can't laugh or like older people can't last like late into the night. They run out of energy by like, I don't know. When nine, dessert ten. and coffee is out, that's the cue that they can leave. That's yeah, the- <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so that that's a really good point there. Just get the older generation in first, and for them to dance, and then get the 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 younger generation in, which is a really I like that point a lot that you brought up there. So, but thank you for your list and your time today, Aaron. Really appreciate it, and your list is very solid as well. So, <laughs> Anytime, yeah. a lot of feel goods in there. That's a that's oh, a yeah. good list. This yeah. is all good vibes. That's, it's that's all good the vibes. Uh, that's what i based my list on right because i've i've actually played some of the other songs and, and and the thing about lyrics is that not everyone like most people will know the the lyrics to to all the classics right but mm-hmm. let's say for me personally like i'm not i'm not too big of a lyrics person i i kind of me being a producer i break down all the other elements and for me it's more about the vibe you know it's more about like what you feel out of it so like i know like not everyone likes to sing out loud and stuff karaoke like that might not be for everyone's vibe but mm-hmm. for weddings like based on the, the weddings i've done it's it's more about just the feel good and getting the vibes right mm-hmm. uh the lyrics are just the bonus for me so like if, if people if i know what kind of songs they're into or if they're very like vocal crowd then i will put more of those lyric song and they can just sing along all night, you know? Yep. That's a really good point. That's really, you yeah. got to have a nice balance, I guess. For sure. All right. So moving on to Kevin's list, if you can please go through your list as well. All if you right. have a particular order, feel free to let us know. If not, cool as well. Not really any particular order, but I like how, I like how all our lists are, are very different. Well, it's, it's natural because we all, we all have our own, like we all have our own style in terms of artists. 
Okay, so my first song would be Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Like I said, it, it mixes mm-hmm. really well into Dancing Queen. I was almost going to choose Dancing Queen too. It was just so hard to choose because I was looking through I was looking through everything and I kind of wanted yeah. my list to be kind of special. Mm. Uh, yeah, Crazy in Love. I, I personally don't know why all the girls like this song. Um, you, you just, you just, it makes, it makes, it makes my, it makes my job too easy sometimes. You know, you just play a song, whether you're in a club, formal, or wedding, they're going to come to the dance floor. And yeah, it's a great song to play. All right. So the next song, someone else mentioned is 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. Yeah, I think that's just a, that's a good song that gets the good vibes going. Mm-hmm. I personally would say that song gets a little annoying sometimes but it is one of my favorite songs to play at weddings because it really brings the vibe together it brings everyone together mm-hmm. feels good so i i did pick two songs my next two songs i did pick it for more of the the younger um, generation younger generation for like mm-hmm. like we said the after hours or after the parents leave you know they want to <laughs> They want to ratchet it up a bit. I mean, that's an important yeah. part I'm of the wedding still. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just love it how we call it the after hours. This is R-rated. Like, make sure you're, your uh, grandma goes home. It's, like, you know? it's time to turn up. You know, I'm looking forward to the to hearing what these two songs are. So first is Drake and Rihanna work. Mm. Oh, mm. Mm-hmm. people like that one. They like to, you know, they like to <laughs> you know, loosen up a lot with that song and you know the next song next song actually aaron showed me because mm-hmm. you know we were we were djing once and then he played it and he vibed out and i was like true um <laughs> is blueberry fago by little oh, mosey wow once, oh once again, wow once again right? for the late late nights after the kids late leave. late nights for sure the thing about i feel like the thing about my list is like Okay, most of the most of the my clientele, I would say like 90% of them have been like Asian people. So if I played something like Kyle's list was bomb and I would totally play everything from that list, but for Asian people, like their parents, they're from like Asia. So they might not know all these older, even though they're super hit songs. So that's why I guess I lean towards the newer songs. Or some songs that younger mm. people would like. And and mm-hmm. Asian people, I find Asian people like Asian old people, no matter what you do, they tend to they tend to like to not dance as much. Yeah, that's like, actually uh, a it's, fair it's point. A, it's yeah, like some some that, of them yeah. definitely do, but I don't want to speak for everyone. But when getting a crowd, I feel like you gotta target the younger people a mm. little bit more. So that's that's the big difference. That's the cultural difference I've noticed. Mm. i've i've also done my fair share of asian weddings like i feel like most of them are just there for and i again i don't want to generalize but based on what Mm. i've seen and i just heard or felt i feel like most of them are there for the food you know they they haven't Mm. if you've ever been to asian or chinese wedding and they have that 10 course meal oh man (laughs) (laughs) that that is a i've i've had that 10 course meal several times and every time it it gets better but yeah because yeah, it's the... it's expensive as hell they'll, they'll rarely get <laughs> yeah. a chance to go so they're like we're just exactly. there for the food and to show up that's it for the yeah most and yeah. i think most of them are into you know the chinese karaoke so mm. if you're not playing i guess those karaoke songs which probably won't get the dance floor going i've i've also seen 
some Asian parents like bring their own karaoke thing and maybe have it in a separate <laughs> oh, really? room. What? I, I, been there yet. I was like once or twice, but that's that's a thing, you know, like wow. Like, some some families are just really into karaoke. Mm. Even at a corporate event, they had their own like one parent just brought their karaoke machine, set it aside in a in a separate room from the dance floor and you know, there's people going off on that too, but not for uh, dancing purposes. Like just, it's what it is, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Going on to my, yeah. my fifth song, Sugar by Maroon 5. Mm. That's the one I picked. Ooh. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a pretty, it's like what? It's like a decade old around, I think. Yeah. It's a good song. Five to 10 years. Yeah. Some happy vibes. It's feel good vibes. You know, it, it works every time. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Is that not, was it an, that music video where they crash yes. a bunch of weddings on the same day is uh, it? i think it was one wedding oh, it was one is wedding. It, i thought i, so. I thought they went through I'm like a couple different weddings oh yeah and i think they do like surprise performances at all these was different it? weddings singing it is. It, it, it might, is. It okay, might maybe wedding crash that song? Yeah, okay yeah, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. yeah i've seen something like that so it's literally like you're right it it's, it's wedding weddings <laughs> yeah. it's it's wedding basically it's a wet it's <laughs> yes, a song about yeah. wedding low-key about a wedding but crashing a wedding in a sense that you could play at a wedding i don't know i don't know but exactly what yeah. it is yeah but that's just a low-key hitter yeah yeah Ooh, it's getting a bit spicy in there don't you think but before we head back and finish the rest of this debate we're going to take a short little break usually podcasts would have sponsor ads here i don't unfortunately i just want to take this time here to tell you guys to go get yourself a glass of water yell at the clouds or message your friends of the hot takes you've been hearing thus far or you can hop onto our ig account at bb shop quintet podcast and email us at bb shop quintet podcast at gmail.com for any comments questions or any updates or input now we will see you in a few but yeah thank you for the list kevin i really appreciate it thank you um i think the one that really caught me off guard was blueberry fago (laughs) (laughs) have you played Um, that just just because i was like if you're trying to target a younger audience like if even if that was myself i don't know if that would be the song that i'd choose because Mm -hmm. that's that's just a song that i don't even know that song a lot and i don't like i know Lil mosey but i don't know that song you oh know? you don't know that song no i don't like i, I really? i'm the type of person who listens to like pop smoke and all that like because i know because i hear everywhere yeah right? or like the baby or little baby or those guys right but, yeah little baby i listen to a lot mm-hmm. of little baby yeah. i don't know why it just sounds good you know blueberry fuego took a huge like turn from tiktok and stuff right that's Is what it? really gave yeah. it like it's oh, big really? boost. It, that mm. was a big tiktok song yeah mm. that's why it's so popular like say some weddings the younger people they'll request something even like the most extreme thing you know you can think of i've had that. so yeah. i i didn't i didn't want to lean too far into the club zone so i i mm. that's the song i picked that's what that, that was my uh thinking it's a good process middle ground but do yeah. you play the clean version though? You play the clean version, right? <laughs> yeah, I play the clean version. Well, after after the parents leave, oh, no. the dirty version can come out. So no, for that's that true. song, probably not that's the true. dirty version. <laughs> so you play so it true. twice. 
So you play it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Double hitter. Just sneak in once. And run then it back, DJ. Away. Run it's it back. back. It's back again. Yeah, I've had that before. I, I played a song and like, I'm pretty sure that person was there for it. That same person who requested the song requested it again. And I'm like, I've already played it. Like you can't. The- okay. Okay. To me. So, so, <laughs> again, so, again. so off topic and little tangent here. Do you get pissed? Like I do when people are like, but but I wasn't here when that song was playing. Can you play it again? Like oh oh, I, <laughs> I, I like, love bro. hearing what people come up with. That like I was just outside for two minutes. And it's like, <laughs> you just asked me to play it, and I played did you, it. Did you, you play left. this yet? I played it already. <laughs> hey, see, okay, that's where experience comes in. I make sure that the requester is in the room. <laughs> yeah. I look, I, I look, yeah. I look for that. I you gotta know and make sure, like, I see you. This like, is you. <laughs> whoever's requested a song, I I know where they are at all times because that's that's what I do. I I, I can't have that that person coming back to me and be like, you know, this. That's I was outside. True. <laughs> that's true. So yeah, that's definitely pro tip for all the DJs out there. Make sure Spy, your requester yeah. is is in the is room. There. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and jamming you know like not not when they're like chilling you know on the side like sitting down having dessert or whatever yeah. they're jamming and then <laughs> you play like... their song you find a way to make that work there you go that's a sound bite and that's a nice advice too damn that's two and one um diving into my list uh this again like i alluded to earlier these are songs that are, are a mix of sing-along songs just like if you're a karaoke bar which Aaron really like broke it down into one like specific sect of like race, I guess, in terms <laughs> of like what they do culturally. But this is like for everyone, I guess. And also on the other side of the spectrum for my songs, these are songs that are like have dance moves per se. So this is no in particular order. Usually I have an order for my list, but this is so damn hard. I don't have a favorite or like a next favorite or like songs that should be on there. But these are songs that I feel like meet the criteria that i'm trying to put out here so my number five timeless classic i'm not surprised it was on everyone's list as well earth wind and fire september i mean come on it's it's 70s disco it's soul train you name it like people just love dancing to it september i mean it's one of those songs i think going five ten years back when the edm golden edm era was up um, i was djing back then and you know, they're there. That's one of these songs where you find an EDM remix to, or if you don't need to find an EDM remix to, it and still fits that BPM or that beats per minute, I guess, for the listeners at home who don't know what BPM means, just a certain pace that the music goes, the tempo. Yeah. So that that's my reason why I put it on there. Um, kind of was in the earth, wind, and fire phase last two, three weeks ago because they, Kyrie, you probably know this, but Timbaland and Swizz Beats. They're doing verses on Instagram. Yes. So, they have to, so it was uh, the Eiley yes. brothers versus Earth, Wind, and Fire. That was um, wild. That was wild. Yeah. <laughs> so I was in that whole phase. I was like, damn, I know. Like, this is so good. It made you Regardless. appreciate, like, really good music. <laughs> oh, yeah. And some songs you didn't even know existed. Or, like, those are some of the songs were like, whoa. Like, I don't know the name of this, but I know the song. And this is one of those songs. You don't know who it's by, but you know the, the strum. Dun, 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 dun. Do you remember? And then everyone <laughs> loves it. Everyone loves it, right? Of course um, I remember. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going to my next song here. I, I don't know if it's a classic. This one's a bit of a controversial one, I guess, or a questionable one. But I like the song because it incorporates a bit of dancing. 
into this, but this song is an artist that's a bit controversial, but I could really have listed any song by him and it would have been fine. Thriller by Michael Jackson. Yes. I I just think that any song you put onto there by Michael Jackson would have been great, even Jackson 5. But for Thriller, it just has that like, it, it, it's that one song that has a dance move to it. So the zombie dance. So people don't know how to do it, but people just love going in there and just swinging back and forth and just... They try, their, they try <laughs> they try they try right and it's great yeah. it's great people act silly just like the single ladies dance right so it's a great time that's uh i don't know michael jackson's uh king of pop so can't go wrong with that my number three is another song that incorporates a dance we're gonna rewind it back take it back all the way to middle school your video Ooh. dance parties Ooh. um this Ooh, is a wait. big tiktok trend now too you could play at middle school high school university formals you name it it's a classic for us asians we know there's a mat that shows us the steps that we could like (laughs) step to sadly some most of us can't do it or some of us can but this dance overall has steps that everyone can do and is it is when people do this one move the crisscross is hilarious or in reverse it is hilarious because people are just like oh what the hell is going on of course i'm talking about cha-cha slide by dj casper classic just instructional wow. dance song just slide to the left slide to the right I, it can't be simpler than that i think the one thing that people do get messed up on is from lefts and rights um which i mean that i do that too i'm kind of dyslexic sometimes so <laughs> but it's great moving forward my number two song here is black eyed peas i got a feeling just a karaoke song keep it a bit more current keep it more fresh i think that's a song where um a lot of people can really dance to sing to as well when it's a tested and proved proven song for me when i played at, at uh, my weddings and my formals i i've dj'd at yeah current i think when you think black eyed peas you think of many tracks but that's the one song that kind of everyone kind of knows a hook to so yeah so that's my number two and my number one song is again another dance song this is this is a not number one on my list, but this is a, one of the five, of course. But this one's a more sillier song because the dance moves that comes around it. You could either take the, I guess, the dirty version or the clean version of the song. Made by two artists. Mm. I like these little clues you draw before yeah, them. This I'm is fun. Yeah, Figure it out myself. So one guy made a song. If, if you want to play a little game here with me. So one of the versions of this song was made by a guy who made another big hit as well. But this song is a kind of a remake, I guess, for him. But this other big hit was sampled in a song five to ten years ago, a big hip hop song that made it to radios created by a female rapper. One of the biggest female rappers in today's generation. Hmm. <laughs> it only narrows it down to like a handful of female rappers in our generation yeah and then you look through through her dialogue look at the song and then look at the samples that she used all right let me guess let me guess was it was it nikki all right yeah yeah what song i don't know it was a wild guess yeah that that's that's right yeah okay huh okay all right all right let's work let's work from that (laughs) i don't know if my hints are bad or good but I'm impressed mm. how much backstory you have on each song. I like I, that I you gotta, can connect. I gotta, them yeah, like I gotta give I it reasoning. Like I gotta give yeah, it reasoning. Yeah, yeah. So, well, for it me, it talks I, about I, butts. How about that? 
Anaconda. Ah. So, so if Wait, you haven't gotten it already, okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The Yo, song I forgot that song even into, existed, but now I remember the song that I'm. I'm not choosing is "Baby Got Back." It's actually his remake on "Jump On It." So it's "Jump On oh, It." Okay. It's either Sir Mix a Lot's "Jump On It" or Sugar okay. Hang Hill Apache's "Jump On It." I see. Oh, um, yeah, that's. When you jump and dun, dun, then you do hip thrust, left, right, back, forth, front, forth, whatever. Yeah. Oh, you got that. it. You got it. You yeah, can... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Throw a toss a little hip in there, you know? But um, I didn't know that was sampled, though. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I no, that wasn't sampled. The sampled oh. song was uh, Baby Got Back because Anaconda. Yes, you learn to like what the artist also did as well. Mm. Oh, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. Jump yeah, yeah, on yeah. it was a sample as well, but that that's a that's, remake. That Sir is a Sir Mix a lot is a remake. Yeah, that's that song's a, a, a another instructional song. I don't think it'll get as much of a cachet as Cha Cha Slide because it seems so silly and very risque. But I mean, hey, it's it's a great song. People, I love watching people get silly when I play it and. Yeah, I mean, it's for when when the younger people do it, it's great. When the older people do it, it's even more funny because they're <laughs> yeah. just like, "Fuck it, we'll do it," <laughs> and then you try and then do it. Seeing a dad do it is hilarious uh, when he's doing like a, his half thrust, and you're like, "Yeah, oh. yeah." <laughs> I, yeah, I love when you can get people to really commit and they yeah. like go all out on it. That's that's when you know it's good. <laughs> yeah so so that's my list overall now any thoughts on each other's list before we dive into um the honorable mentions and the questions here i actually have one thought yes, and sir. i find it very interesting how i i haven't really seen tony or um kairi dj before like mm. too much but like because i've worked with oj too i i have a feeling that it's it's nice to see that these lists are kind of from built from the experiences that you guys have seen right like you guys mm -hmm. have you know played and tried different music and each time you're like oh wait this works or this doesn't work and as a result of all of that and mm -hmm. what however many years of experience we have these are like you know the top five songs that we've all chosen so it's kind of like a reflection of you know what kinds of gigs you've done the kinds of crowds you've played for yes right like i think for me Mine was more based on feel good because my crowd, I wasn't sure, you know, you really have to feel out the crowd every time. So for me, those were kind of like stuff that worked for what I played to. And I'm sure your crowds were slightly different. Um, you guys had different songs that worked. And the, this list was really nice to kind of see, see those kind of experiences that everyone's gone through. Yeah. yeah and it's also interesting with like i like the idea because i'm sure you guys find as well like weddings aren't really so like cookie cutter like even as you were saying like people come from all mm -hmm. different backgrounds and stuff so you can't go into a party knowing beforehand like i'm gonna hit these songs and just mm -hmm. these songs and it's gonna work like mm -hmm. you don't know you don't know like you don't know where the whole crowd was from you don't know if these songs matter to them and there could be songs that you've never heard of that yep. hit that are just massive. So I like that we all had like even really span generations from like, oh, yeah. like fairly recently current within the past year or two to 60s, 70s that still hold up at these parties. Like it's uh, any other DJs listening out here, I would just compile all these songs and you got a good <laughs> top 20, if not like, <laughs> that's pretty Yo, solid. Yeah. Yo, Tony, um, do you, uh, so I'm, I got something yes, to say about your list. Got something to say about your oh, list. Let's go. Okay. Do you bring ever the heat, think? Bring the heat. 
<laughs> do you think there do you think there could ever be songs mm-hmm. that could be overplayed that are still overplayed mm. like like i love your list i love your list like this might be a me problem i feel like you know when i got a feeling came out in 2008 that song was the best song ever <laughs> but over the years yeah i feel like if i listen to that song now i feel like that would be so fucking annoying mm. But for you, for you, it's obviously mm-hmm. not annoying. But for you, or for any of you, do you guys have songs that you just don't play because you think they're annoying, or you just don't? You think? Do you think there's songs that are overplayed from five years a, ago? I have a quick thought to that. So, because you know, DJing is is a we do it every week, and we have to play. We have to get mm-hmm. the crowd going. I would definitely play those songs. But I think if I hear those, the thing is, I found myself recently, if I hear those songs, same songs that I've overplayed for me, right, on the radio, I would instantly switch off. I'm like, I'm mm. tired of the song. I Good don't want to hear it again. So I think that that's one of the cons that a lot of DJs just subconsciously have. You know, being a DJ, you you listen to the same songs sometimes mm. every weekend. You don't want to listen to it sometimes after it's overplayed. Yeah, yeah I, I feel that a lot. Like even uh, thankfully now it hasn't been, been played as much in the past recent years. But uh, so I, I DJ, but I also come from MCing as well. So like of being on the Ooh, mic in see, front of the crowd and like leading the actual parties and stuff. So even Tony to mention on like your song quickly, I can't give you an actual number of how many times I've done the cha-cha slide. <laughs> like from top <laughs> to bottom, I can't like, no joke, honestly, it has to be within like the tens of thousands. It has Jeez. to be. It, wow. I, that's not an wow. exaggeration. It has to be that many times. I have it so drilled in my head that because also being on stage, I have to do everything backwards. So mm-hmm. you watching in the audience, when I'm saying to the left, I have right. to go to my right so and it looks left. like your left. Yep. So yep. I literally have that forwards and backwards in my head. Wow. So like, would I put on Cha Cha Slide to listen to myself? Never. Absolutely <laughs> I don't not. think anyone would. Dang. I don't <laughs> think anyone would. <laughs> but again, but I understand at the same time, and it's even an important thing for specifically like wedding DJs and stuff. People aren't at the wedding for you. They're not here to see who the DJ is, they're here for the bride and groom and you need to cater to that crowd, right? So right. I could hate the cha-cha slide, but if the bride comes up and says, me and the bridesmaids are going to lose our minds to cha-cha slide, mm. I'm going to put it on. I'm going to no play doubt, it no for doubt. you. <laughs> but yeah, again, I, I, I th- everyone had really good lists here. This was, uh, oh, oh, sorry, that's what I was going to say. The song that I wouldn't mention before, the one that's like, has been overplayed. And again, I had to do so much Gangnam Style. Oh my oh, god. Yeah, that, <laughs> that whoa, that's a good like six, seven of my like years doing this. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I didn't know you were an MC too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was that's actually kind of how I started. I originally mm. was MCing and then from doing events, I'd work with DJs. I was always interested in music. So I'd kind of like when I wasn't necessarily on or doing something, I could kind of watch the DJs, and that was pretty interesting to me. And then just wanted to pick that up on my own. So I picked it up. And then so I worked for an entertainment company. And then from there, I told them, like, I'm also interested in DJing. Send me some DJ gigs. And then it went from there. 
That's so sick. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to work together in the future. I'm gonna let's do it. Let's do it. We're gonna be a DJ MC combo. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> to answer your question, K Chuck, I do agree. I so like Aaron. Like I, I would zone out. Like I would just not have it on my radio or like my Spotify. Um, that's actually a question on the questions list. Yeah, so I try to avoid songs like those. So when when like Versus comes out, like that's something like for listeners at home, if you haven't heard yet, like Timbaland and Swiss Beats, two big producers in like the music world, they catered a 20 versus 20 song track list by two heart, uh, two artists head to head in like a battle royale sort of thing on Instagram. And it's become a thing since last year on through quarantine. And it, it's been like big, like people have like, it's, it's going down nostalgic memory lane, like on Mother's Day, they had SWV versus uh, Escape. I didn't there are that. Oh. there are songs like like for example when we I, when I touched upon the Isley brother Isley brothers and Earth Wind and Fire some tracks we don't hear nowadays which is so like refreshing but for myself to answer your question Kate and be like the hottest song that year like if it's something like I've been hearing on the radio everywhere I go and I couldn't avoid like let's just say if the wedding was like during Christmas and all of a sudden people were like can you play Mariah's Mariah Carey's uh, all I want for you is Christmas cut it like that, that's just like if it's like that overplayed yes I do agree like it's it's those songs like on and on and grande if it's anything like very like like Lil Nas X too like what's that song Old Town Road like just shit like that or like Sheck West like just like stuff like that where it's like all right if you play something that's been overplayed on the radio and i i had i can't avoid it at no cost and now i have to play it too and it's asked multiple times during a wedding reception yeah that's the song that would piss me off i don't think there's a certain song i would put on there but that's the type of song that would actually piss like actually but, tease uh, me yeah yeah <laughs> besides from that any honorable mentions that we missed out on your list that you would like to put on this was tough. I feel like there are so many that could easily go on this list. I personally have ended up doing a lot of like, like Jewish weddings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And from them, if you're Jewish, you've had your bar or bat mitzvahs. But a lot of those are like big sing-alongs, like I could have mentioned. Come on, Eileen. Um, Sweet Caroline. Uh, Don't Stop Believing. Mm. Like, just again, those like very Karaoke. classic sing-along things that like... Yeah ideally you've caught at some point at some party or stuff mm. yeah even again also like beyonce like i could have thrown love on top on there too mm. like she has so many that could make the list yeah those are just off the top of my head that there's so many that could have got sean paul again i think that you mentioned that like yeah. four or five you could throw in a night i wanted to mention he's like a rare artist that like not a lot of artists you can do that with but sean paul you can he has every those song. hits every song man <laughs> yeah. <I'm> telling you. <laughs> Like you really can get, you can do it. You can get four or five of his songs. And I don't think people would call out and be like, is this Sean Paul again? You're just going because they're, exactly. the music itself is good enough to carry over just an artist. Aaron, and Sean Paul Pitcher? and Pitbull as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's Yo, featured on every single song. <laughs> exactly. The man but, but, knows but, how to make hits. But yeah, anything Pitbull, that, that's a good one too. Yeah, anything karaoke for me. A, a good shout out that I want to put out there is a uh, low key. This is a very low key song. I feel it's very underrated, but they remade it again through TikTok, which actually low key pisses me off. The Cupid Shuffle. Oh, um, did they just, remake it on TikTok? Oh, yeah, they, they remade it. They remade the dance again. Like they remade oh. it and changed it all up. Yeah, really? 
Yeah. Interesting. Not to the left, to the left. It's like a little bit more like, whoa, like doing all that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's like, I was like a, come on, man. Like, yeah. you're perfect, tainting it. Perfect. But, but yeah, I don't know. Um, that song. And then I think anything for me, like if we're talking like after hours. <laughs> Let them know low, what time. Let them know what get time. Get low. Lil John. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Turn uh, down. Usher's, Usher's, yeah. I don't know. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a huge track. Huge. That was that was debated in my top ten. Even thank you for bringing that up because oh, wow. I didn't know where to throw that in. That's it's like good a one. good one. Oh no, yeah, that's that. That would be my honorable mentions. K Chuck, do you have any honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Um, no, I don't have any honorable mentions. <laughs> I originally had one, but then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put two just for the hell of it. It's because I had these as requests i didn't know about them before okay. until someone requested it and that just vibed with me so well i'm mm-hmm. i played it at every gig since um those are the best but, whatever this song is about to be those are the best ways to find exactly them. and i don't <laughs> even i don't know if you guys even know this but um okay. so one of them um i just a back, bit of backstory i was at a wedding it was my first filipino wedding actually Ooh. and you know how much they're into r&b right i i am yep. filipino myself not so much like culturally okay my parents are mostly chinese but so r&b man that's where it's at so during dinner you know i have my spotify playlist i'm just kind of just playing songs that the bride and groom requested based on their Mm -hmm. feel and vibe and the videographer i was at the vendor's table and the videographer says hey man do you have any music soul child on the playlist oh don't oh yeah and i'm like no, who's that? Song. I have no idea, right? I, I know. I think I know the song you're talking about. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, well, what is it? I'll just play it, right? It was jamming, you know, on the speakers. And he's like, yo, search it up. It's Music Soul Child's Just Friends. Yes. Yes, yes. that's the one? Okay, yes. yeah. A- <laughs> yeah, so it's Just Friends. You guys got to search it. So I'll send it to you after. So good. Um, but, and basically, I listened to it and I was like, holy shit this is a really good song right. and like the videographer it was it was actually just me and the videographer jamming out to it and we we're like yo this this song like i might even have to play later at the dance tonight so that that song it gets an honorable mention just because of that i've played it at at a few weddings since mm-hmm. the second one would be cool in the gang get down on it is it get down on it i think it is think big it is. one yeah. big one yeah. yeah that's big one i only knew like so oh, yeah. you know celebration but like then i i started looking into their other songs just to expand my repertoire and get down on it like i i don't know if a lot like i haven't heard of that song before but when i played it i'm like you know what i'm playing that i'm playing this at every wedding after <laughs> i found out about it so that was that, definitely one of their like big hits yeah yeah it's a good choice <laughs> yeah i i don't know i very never overshadowed. I, I guess, very overshadowed yeah. yeah yeah those are my two honorable mentions Thank you. Just because we were talking about music and I kind of alluded to this already, and K Chuck actually brought up a really good question and kind of flows into what Aaron was saying too. Your Spotify or your Apple playlist, reveal to us, reveal to us what have you been listening Ooh. to these Ooh. days? What's on your like go to right now? Because I know it's COVID. We have like our whole like difference, like different ways or reasons as to why we're consuming music but like just just give us a few songs give us a few you know names that we can uh the listeners at home and myself and each other we can um dive into 
Well, I've been listening to a lot of like, you know, I actually used to listen to more electronic music, but I got into a lot of hip hop over the past few years because I DJed a lot at Modern Nightclub and that was a, a hip hop club, right? And I would do the hip hop room in Club 77 sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sick. So, yeah, basically, you know, I, I started off as a electronic guy, not fully hip hop, but now I, I think I... I think I I converted a little bit, <laughs> so I, I listened to the slime slime. Hey Tony, have you heard of a uh, slime yes. language too? Yes, that's a good album. Good hitter. Yep. Yeah, I think my favorite album for hip hop ever would be uh, My Turn by Lil Baby. Oh, I I first I listened to the um the original one. Yep. I don't know why it took me so long to listen to the five additional song is on the deluxe <laughs> but i i definitely fuck with those two i don't know i told i just wouldn't listen to them for the longest time i just yeah. refused yeah and then one day it clicked and i was like okay i'll listen to these because you know sometimes when you listen to a song it's good right so you just keep listening to it and you don't want to try anything else and that's what i'm really trying to uh do is to explore a lot more music which is what i've been doing for the past half a year like I'm listening, to, I listened to Slime Language too because I was like, "Yo, I'm listening to way too much Lil Baby." Like I've completely milked this album. Like Over every baby. song from that album was my favorite song at one point. So I had to move on to some more Young Thug and a, a lot of other artists. Yeah. But I've also been listening to a lot of techno lately, mm. a lot of Anna, a lot of Richie Houghton. It's just really annoying, and it's just really you know annoying and good at the same time. <laughs> So the more annoying, the better for some reason. It's it's it's, ma it's magical. So yeah, I used to not listen to techno. I once went to a techno event, and they were playing techno, and I had no idea what I was listening to. But I've really gotten into it, and it's it's just been great. Yeah, uh, Kyrie. Uh, yeah. I mean, like on my Spotify specifically, I don't have too much. But what I have been doing music wise is like. I've been trying to dig out of my normal repertoire of stuff I'm like comfortable with and just trying to explore out and see other things. So like even honestly, randomly, like I have a playlist here. It's like Motown dinner. And I just wanted to go through not necessarily like the biggest Motown hits, but I was always like right. that. That's like an underrated time where you can throw in some not necessarily dance tunes, but mm -hmm. good tracks. Yeah. And I think it's always impressive. Like, when you have, let's say, our group age and then someone 50 or 60, you play a song that they know and you're like, you're yeah, not supposed to know this. How idea. do you yeah. how do you know this track? <laughs> like, th those are my those are my favorites to find of those like random like, mm -hmm. do you know this one? It's like older. No one really plays it anymore. And you're like, oh, whoa, this is really good. But keeping up with like music for like current stuff, I've been on Twitch a lot just watching other DJs go. And that's, and that's what I like. You can find so many random people just doing all kinds of music, like specific South, whatever coast hip hop that I haven't heard from just because I'm not in the area or this European, like this is really big in, in London right now. And this is what's happening there. Like I like expanding out and just kind of getting out of this bubble and comfortable playing with of like, I know this song, I know this song, I know this song. Because even you get in your head of like we were saying earlier, you hear these things so much and it gets tiring for you. So even just to keep fresh for myself and the crowd of like, let's go dig, let's dig for those crates. I guess putting yourself out there, but also 
kind of keeping in check and keeping in tune with everything currently as well. Every day is a learning experience. So like for you to use Twitch as a platform for you to learn from, I mean, like you said, you can, even though you maybe have perfected, like let's just say, let's toss out a DJ name, Tiesto, for example. He's been in the game for 20 plus years. Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean he's not picking stuff up from like someone like someone like Chami, for example, or like some like younger DJ. Like, oh, he loves the young, like like the loud luxury, Deco oh, Torres, yeah. like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> he's yeah, totally about like what's the new wave let's keep going well, he's been he, he's he made one of the so biggest songs it. last where's the this money year, at, no? you know? <laughs> every song that he makes it's very relevant you know yeah it's it's always in cue with what's happening in the time of the music that's a good point mm-hmm. yeah aaron what's uh what you have you been listening to these days so for me mm-hmm glad you asked i mean we're all we're all at home these days right so i've i've had a phase back in uni where i was listening to lo-fi beats and i've revisited that because you know you're chilling out at home and Mm. you're not gonna get super amped like you're not headbanging yes you're not in that mood all the time right so i just like to throw on some lo-fi beats um special shout out to tundra beats i just found out about him uh i think like two weeks ago Okay. Make super chill beats, but um, yeah, any lo-fi beats, I have like a few playlists that I follow. Mm. Um, any of them are just as long as they are super chill. Like that's that's all I vibe to these days, right? Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, um, let's say if I'm you know trying to get pumped up for like a little workout or something, or just I want to like lift up my spirits or whatever. I would put on some groovy vibes. So I, I made okay. a playlist called Groove Session by DJ Malik. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just put together like all of the, the groovy songs. Some are more leaning toward like tech housey or housey vibes. But okay. And again, like what you said, uh, I think, Tony, you mentioned that everything goes back in cycle. So yep. a lot of the tech house or house songs nowadays they have the groovy elements from like the seventies or eighties. Mm. Um, and that's also influenced like, like the disco, the, the disc. Yeah. Disco has influenced house music. And I think disco house is making a comeback too. So a lot of those songs more up to date songs you can find in that groove session uh, mm-hmm. playlist by yours truly DJ Malik. <laughs> yeah. Send me that. Send me that. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll plug that into the link as well, into the Instagram feed when we release this episode. But yeah, uh, for myself, I mean, again, uh, I'm, I'm kind of the purest. I don't know. Like, I just like, like, nostalgic stuff. Like, I'm that old man who's like, hey, get off my lawn, you little twerps. You're little doing <laughs> Like, I like going back. So, like, a lot of, like, again, like I just mentioned, like, I was listening to a lot of Earth, Wind & Fire, Wu-Tang a lot recently. For the uh, children. Yeah, for the children. <laughs> for the children. And and I've been listening to a lot of Euro techno, like 90s, like Euro techno, like Venga Boys, Hardaway, yes. like, no, yes. like Euro. Cascada, like, I mean, Ecstasy geez, every in time motion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. the reason stuff. why is because there's a, there's a, um, I'm, I'm really into like the EDM nowadays and like the EDM, well, not into the EDM, but I like, I've been keeping track of the like how the hip hop and the EDM goes because those are the two main like genres I've really listened to that has changed a lot and R&B as well, I guess. But for the most part, EDM has changed a lot. And for what we have now is like future EDM, like the 
the business by Tiesto, like that mm-hmm. has been big roses. Like, and one of the songs that came out was 9 p.m. till I come. And uh, I was just talking about this song with a buddy like just a couple days ago. That's so funny because we were trying to remember the name yep. of that song. And we're like, what's that? Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah. we know what it is, but what is it called? And yeah, obviously. Yeah, the, the current yeah. song's Your Love, right? But it featured that guy who actually made the original. So I'm like, I heard this song before. What the fuck? I and think then, it so, came out in like 99. Like that's an older song. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like during the trance days, during the Darude oh, Sandstorm. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of that and uh, just throwbacks. To be honest, because um, who doesn't love nostalgia? I don't know. Some of this new stuff, like I'm jaded, I might be, but like it's not as high quality. Like it's for the moment. Like Peaches by Justin Bieber is only going to be here for this year, I believe. Next year, it's I don't think it's going to be here something anymore. else. It's yeah. going to be like say be honest, so. Yeah. Say so was just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. I feel like music nowadays it it's made for a different. It's made for like more so. I don't I don't want to say it, but some of the music is made mm-hmm. for like just the money you know Mm. it's just because you have to put out music or else you will you know become irrelevant Mm -hmm. or if you know no one hears about you or from you for a while they'll be like oh what what's he been up to you know i think it's also different even like how today we consume music and stuff and you think about like Mm -hmm. way back let's say you were a fan of a an artist or a band or something like that like you would have to go buy their let's say record or later on cd or something and then you sat and listened to that from start to finish because that's what you had. Whereas mm-hmm. now, like you can pull up whole Spotify playlists of one hits from random artists you've never heard of. And you might not appreciate that artist because you've just heard mm-hmm. that one. So, yeah, it's it's interesting of like this, like just level of like different level of appreciation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like we need another podcast session about about just music you know yeah we need to come back music. we need to <laughs> <laughs> your wish is my command Don't yeah, worry. We'll make um, it happen. i guess just a, a small thought music back in the days could be like four minutes five minutes six minutes right nowadays the top hits are like maybe two, two three minutes tops yeah right yeah and i feel like that also comes with the attention span of what phones have done to us and all that stuff you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's happening you know these things mm-hmm. Well, it's 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 the hook, right? If you don't catch them by the hook or the intro, mm-hmm. I, I was just editing a podcast which I'm releasing like soon, and we were talking about Dr. Dre, and Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. uh, one of my guests said Dr. Dre is the king of like earworm, um, was it mechanics or something like that? I don't know the terms that he was using, but like when you hear that like melody or like that 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 hook, that's mm-hmm. it, you're sucked in. Like for example, like a song that I think is very well produced, um, very well engineered which at the clubs, you guys could all attest to this at the clubs or at your events, you would play the song if you did, if it was on your set list based on your event, but you wouldn't play the whole six song, six minutes of it is sickle mode. You only play the Drake, Drake hooks. That's it. The Drake, yeah. like a light, like a light, right? Like that's it. You don't cut to the middle Travis Scott section of it at all. That's funny you said two and a half, three minutes based on that, uh, what you said there, Aaron. I think the ironic part is also like if you see the albums, like back in the days, it was like 12 to 14 songs. But now these albums are like releasing 20 songs. Oh, there's a deluxe. We're adding another eight to 10 more songs into that. 
and they're still each two to three minutes per song so you're like why why couldn't you just release this whole 30 songs like beforehand like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but, everything's just cut down you know these yeah these days I don't know exactly. if you guys have had even that like events, let's say there's like, like a younger crowd and they're asking specifically like for TikTok tracks. Mm. If you play it past where the TikTok would end, because you know what I mean? The TikTok's only like, oh. let's say nine seconds or seven yeah. seconds or however long yeah, the actual yeah. a TikTok would be. If you play that song for longer than the Literally, TikTok yeah. video is, yeah, it's so funny to see a whole crowd of people like ha ha doing the dance and then simultaneously just stop moving because they don't <laughs> yeah. know so it's i've done it before it's no. crazy and it's, it's crazy it's so awkward on a dance yeah. floor because it's like so then like what is that for us djs we have to mix songs every nine seconds of like <laughs> boom play boom this part this part which listen some people can do that but if you're gonna keep up a whole like four or five hour dance floor night like good luck Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. Before I let you off, make sure you check out the Barbershop Quintet podcast on all streaming platforms. Give us a like, give us a five star review on Apple Pod, and follow us at BB Shop Quintet Podcast on IG if you want to be involved as a guest on our panel or have any topics you'd like to discuss about. Hit us up on our IG account or email us at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your fresh inputs and ideas for this pod. Let us be your top five of the day. Yeah, I mean, I'm scared for the future of clubbing. (laughs) It's it's, going to be crazy. Mm hmm. I mean, at that point, like at that point, then you'd rather have those like TikTok songs or whatever as a drop instead, like a, a like you know when you drop in or like mix in as a transition instead of the song. But then but you're I'll right. give you the counterpoint: yeah. if they don't recognize it and they can't do the dance to it, they don't like it. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. That's I've fair. I've had that. I've had where I played like there. This isn't the right version. I'm like, I know it's a different version because this is like a, <laughs> this is the party. I'm going to do something different here. <laughs> okay. Man, well, moving please. on to my next question here, I guess we'll start with K-Chuck. What was your first experience like DJing? Like, what was your first event like? Oh, that was the, um, you know, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I was based, I brought, I brought my brand new DJ controller that I just, I literally found every piece of cash. I, I remember handing a, a, my, over like a stack of cash to like the music store people. And then I just bought this thing. I would took like three different buses just to get back home. And I had no idea what I did. Yeah. The first gig I played for the Halloween party for the Pikes. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty much my my DJ skill was pretty much if you if you gave me like a rank. No, if you gave me like a cell phone and um, just played music off Spotify, it would have probably been just as good as me <laughs> using this huge DJ controller. Yeah, uh, Malik. My first experience, I guess I had a really gradual experience. So my first experience was like mm. a friend's birthday party. And I was like, hey, is it cool to, if I bring my, I, I think I just bought like a hundred or $200 controller, very entry level. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if I bring it and just mess around with it? And I literally just sat, put it on the, the couch, the table, 
mm. uh, coffee table and just like mess around with it while people were like, oh, cool. Like, what does this do? And I was like, oh, I'm still trying to figure that out, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. does this do? I don't know. <laughs> did, they, did, they ever, did they ever come up to you and be like, can I, can I press this button or can I, can I, can I do the, air, air, the, the record? Like it's, it's always the, air, air. yeah, it's always that one. <laughs> and then I'd be like, yeah, do it. But on the other side, <laughs> you can do it on the other side where the track's not playing. Otherwise, you stop the music entirely. You know. I love yeah. that you have to explain that. I've definitely had that conversation. You've had that before, right? Touch your stuff. It's. You've had that before. It's like, yo, no, don't, do not touch that. That is, that will kill the party. What if I press that? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'd rather you didn't, please. <laughs> <laughs> and and people are generally drunk at these things yeah. to a certain yeah. extent. So so you really have to like tell them. You know, Whoa. straight up like well it's like that trope right it's like that 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 cliche there's a red button oh it said it says don't press it what are you gonna fucking do uh, 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 uh and we're the guy that's in charge of the button like please don't press it yeah no, exactly <laughs> it will reflect poorly on me <laughs> kyle what was your first experience um I might be wrong, but I think my first event, so like I, I mentioned earlier, it was a little different because I had started like emceeing events first before mm. I had started DJing. But I think my first transition event, where it's like, okay, you're also going to be in charge of the music for this one was like, I want to say it was like some 10 year old birthday party <laughs> in a backyard. Like it was like, they were like a richer family. So they had like a bigger pool. And I think it was about like 30, 40 kids or something like that. Wow. Like all like 10 year olds and something. Yeah, so again, yeah, for yeah. like the company sending me out, they're like, if you mess up the music, like they're 10 years old, like they're not looking to hear how well you DJ. They just yeah, want yeah. to hear good music. So yeah. for me, that was an honestly pretty good, like Ooh, opening amazing. spot of like, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not too much pressure because again, if like I'm slightly off on a beat, so like these kids are gonna call me out and be like, "His musical timing is Ooh. atrocious." Like it, they, it's not like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, he's playing Katy Perry. Awesome. This is my favorite. Like, but yeah, I think I I was more so excited. I don't even remember what it's called. I'm gonna have to look it up. But it was like mm -hmm. those old. I don't know if you guys have ever seen them. The old like Denon boxes. It was before controllers. So you had to put in like CDs. Oh, it was like two yeah. oh my God. players. And you had like, I just had like two big play buttons and the two tempos. So even if I had like hit play on that on the right time, I was so hyped of like, that was a good mix. <laughs> <laughs> Oh and man, that's like these old 10 school. year old kids have no idea what's going on, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that would have been my first, like, Kyle, you are DJing this, yeah, even if it's like something smaller. I think that's where I would have officially been, like, I'm the DJ, <laughs> yeah, that box. Wow, that, that I haven't <laughs> used that ever, but I have seen it. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, am I that the, old, or like, the do company I know that? I worked at had those, and then once. I kind of came into DJing once like the S like the pioneer SX mm -hmm. series, like that first one came out. And I remember all of us at our company being like, we need this. This is way better than these boxes. Yeah. <laughs> it's more mobile. Of course. Yeah. It's more exactly. easier. Yeah. Fuck. Cool fact. The uh, DDJ SX was, I think OJ, correct me if I'm wrong. That was your first controller, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Same um, actually. The Pioneer DDA 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 Ultimate Starter DDJ, Place. Right? Yeah. yeah. Ultimate, like, it's got it was like what? 180 bucks or something like that? Like it was so cheap. It, it made such a huge impact on people coming into DJing itself. Mm-hmm. You didn't mm-hmm. need a $2,000 mixer and then $1,000 turntable, $1,000 turntable. Like you could come get a controller that does the idea of what you're doing, right? So mm-hmm. it was so good that, well, OJ taught me on that. JOJ and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get the exact same one. <laughs> it yeah. works. It works. Hey, absolutely. Right. It, works, it works. Yeah. No, for me, it was funny because I d- actually didn't start off with that one. That was my secondary starter. Oh. Um, I use Virtual DJ. Oh. <laughs> oh, I did software. too. I did too. The software, yeah. and then it came with Serato, right? So that's when I was like, oh, this is legit. Serato is the big boy. Like, this is mm-hmm. easier than Virtual DJ. But yeah, Virtual DJ. It's just a Spotify without the only, they don't care about like, like what you said, Kyle, like, oh, these 10 year olds aren't like, oh, your timing was off by like, why are you using a song that's <laughs> seven BPM higher than this song? Right? That key's but, not the same as that key. Like, <laughs> like, exactly. Know. Like, but you know what I mean? And, and the thing was like, I just did it. So like how I learned was I just transitioned from one song to another, just matched it. So it's like right on key, right on beat. But then you don't have that dead air. And I think that's the one thing. Like if it's like one song and it ends and then three, four seconds of like, right? Oh, no. no, That's just awkward. Yeah, that's (laughs) awkward. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, that was my introduction. I wanted to touch in as well, actually. I think Mm -hmm. it's also important talking about like, forget about the pressure of actually doing the job of like thinking the music. When you recap a wedding, Mm. And you guys can, again, you could probably agree with me because this is what just when people talk about a wedding they've gone to top three things, the ceremony, including like the, the bride, how she looked. Oh, the, her dress was amazing. She looked beautiful. The ceremony was great. Number one. Number two, the food. How mm. good was the food at the party? Number three, the music being us, the DJ, or if not a band. So we're literally in the top three most talked about or important parts of a wedding Mm. there's Mm. that pressure of like yeah they can spend thousands of dollars on beautiful flower arrangements but that doesn't get them a dance floor you know what i mean like that's that's our whole job of like we need to make sure that your night is the night you wanted it to be Mm -hmm. so so here's a follow-up question to that and you guys can answer that it's not on the list but you bring up a really good point do you think djs are very undervalued then a hundred percent okay 110 (laughs) percent okay i just i don't want i don't i don't want a biased answer but i just want like your full like you know your full opinion because i i've done a few events and some some people have treated me well and some people you know just like eat whenever you feel like you want to eat like it's all open but knowing the fact that you might not be eating that night at all because you're that that's like what you said three things uh, you're one of the three things that makes that wedding like that's going to make or break that wedding in terms yep. of like re- remembering things right and the memorable points and i mean you're the concentrical force of like the vibe the mood everything else so like if you're not there then you could put it on spotify sure but like if if the mood isn't right or it skips to a song that you didn't <laughs> oh, you know what i mean like you're like oh well, shit like uh, run back and then <laughs> yeah. skip the song right and i'll and i'll give you the counterpoint so i've i've said that the dj is in the top yeah. three of like let's say most important mm-hmm. let's go to the opposite side budget wise the three mm-hmm. cheapest things at a wedding mm-hmm. number one invitations 
Number two, the cake. Number three, the DJ. Mm, interesting. So we make like top that. three most important, but we're paid the bottom three amounts. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have ever worked with like even live performers and musicians and stuff. I full credit to them. That's a whole other skill on their own mm-hmm. that they can play yeah. whatever instrument or sing or perform and stuff like that. But like, I don't know if you guys play an instrument. Once you know how to play it, it's not difficult to play it. Right? It's muscle like, memory. Thing, it's yeah. muscle memory. If you know how to play the piano, you, you don't just like, I have to warm up and get ready to play piano. Yeah, I mean, you can do your little warm ups and stuff, but mm-hmm. typically you know how to like, same thing with DJing. Like we know how to use our instruments and we can do it. But to give the counterpoint, you can get some live people to do, let's say the wedding ceremony. They're there for like an hour max. They'll play a couple mm-hmm. songs before the ceremony. Let's say one or two as like, the important people are walking down and then they play a song as the ceremony ends. Mm -hmm. And then maybe a couple after you're there for an hour, an hour and a half. They can on average make the same as a DJ who's there for five, six, seven hours and has to do first dances, formalities, speeches, keep the dance floor alive. Like, so you know what I mean? Just in that perspective, not to, downgrade anyone that does live performances and music and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but it's like hey hold up like we're we've got some important stuff too like we you know we're here yeah one thing i've also seen is um djs will tend to be on the last later part of the bookings so they're, yeah, they're that's it's not 110 percent undervalued. Why. I'm gonna put it at 200 percent undervalued. Yeah, because it's like a, it's yeah. a throwaway. Just get a DJ. Yeah, yeah that's that's uh, excuse me. That's the most one of the top three. To- you're talking parts. about top three. That, yeah. that would be imagine like someone was booking their wedding and be like, I don't know, just order food. Yeah, yeah. Like you'd, like, go, right. you'd be like, what do you mean order food? Tell me what are, <laughs> what what are the starters? What are the appetizers? What is this? Who's making it? Where's it from? dj oh is he good are they good okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's so weird to to think about how the standards are held at at the weddings right it's interesting it's interesting it's very even again uh, a photographer photographer Mm -hmm. it still Mm -hmm. takes a lot like the equipment's expensive the camera's very very expensive it takes Mm -hmm. some time to edit the photos and everything like that sometimes they can make like three four times the amount we made yeah. And we were at the same party. <laughs> it's it's, think, it's, yeah. it's wild. It's, yeah, it just wild. just to hit on that point of like, do we feel underappreciated? Like, yes. I, I feel very fortunate for the, the work that I'm able to do. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't want to be like a diva and be like, I need $10,000 <laughs> or I'm not performing. Like, it's not that level. Yeah. But at the same point, it's like, you know, we are important to what you're hiring us for. And I mm. think it's fair that we're just like thought of as such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like No, that's true. That's true. I think like a big fear that I had was automation, right? When When is there going to be a point where we get phased out? And then just a Spotify would just be playing and that's it, right? Like DJ Spotify. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's true. Like that, that's a fear that could become reality. I don't know if uh Black Mirror has made an episode yet. If not, hey, listen to the Barbershop Quintet podcast and make an episode. But no, I'm kidding. But you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where it's like we are we're just like whatever. We're we're the last keep in mind, like you said, like Kyrie, like you said. That's one of the big biggest three things that, you know, they will remember 
in hindsight, not going into it though. Yeah. That's that's the that's the, that's a little asterisk that we have to put in there because you look back, that's like, oh my god, the, the party was so good, the music was so good. But going into it, they don't they don't see that, they don't appreciate that part of it. Yeah, it's like, all right, just is he good? All right, let, let's just hear a set or two, or like let's just see what he's been up to or she's been up to sorry but you know what i mean and that's it and they just based on that they don't go do any finite research they don't like put the amount of effort and they just put all the trust into that person thinking that they got all the solutions and then going into the event it's like you you have to be the jack of all trades because that's it like we're putting this on your hands but yeah mm-hmm. it's like it feels like the compensation isn't reflecting of the work that's been put out there and I know that we talked about, you know, weddings and formals and events and clubs and parties and blah, 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 so forth. And I alluded to this into the intro with the intro. And, you know, if you were living on the rock the last year and a half, two years, there's, you know, there's something called COVID-19 and that's halted everything that we've been doing. So with that being said, my question to you, let's start off with, I guess, whoever wants to start this off between you two, Aaron or Kevin, Control Zero. I mean, you guys do separate things as well as DJ OJ or DJ Malig, either on Twitch, um, your Twitch stream, your drive-in events. Can you tell us, like, how has COVID affected your DJing? You know, besides from the obvious not being able to do the regular stuff that you used to do. And what have you been doing to, like, kind of adapt to it, I guess? Okay, I guess I can start so for the covid impact i would say uh djing has been very much cut down we haven't been able to do any you know weddings or shows at all so control zero in terms of live in-person performances we haven't been able to dj at clubs Mm. since the start of the pandemic however we have kind of shifted our focus to more music production because that's something you can share without, you know, being there in person. Yeah, We have hosted and helped others host live streams. So like via Twitch. So that those have been pretty interesting. It's It's been a little difficult because, you know, there's no crowd energy to feed off of. Yeah. When you're there in the, per- when you're there um, with the, the whole crowd and all, but mm-hmm. it kind of gives us a chance to showcase like what kind of music we like, right. Mm-hmm. In, in terms of playing for the crowd, it's, it's showing more of um, us and our persona, like mm-hmm. what we really are. It's nice to be given that chance versus let's say if you're playing at a hip hop club, the, you know, the only thing you can really play is hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, versus fair. like house music or other genres. Genres, yeah. OJ, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I think, you know, COVID, you know, it's been absolutely, it's a terrible thing that happens to the world. But I don't know, maybe I just like to see things in a positive light. It's been pretty good for me because I feel like if I kept DJing like every single week and going out every single week, like I would have gotten some pretty bad hearing damage. Mm. It was starting to really hurt my ears. So when it stopped, I feel like it was the perfect time and I didn't expect it to stop for so long, but you know, it's a good time to keep practicing our craft Mm -hmm. and uh, keep working on it. So, and basically prepare ourselves so that when we do get back out there, we'll be ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I just bought, I I have a new uh, crossfader for my Mm -hmm. mixer coming in tomorrow. So looking to get a lot of practice off of that and yeah, it's going to be a, hopefully good time there you go talk to us about your the drive-in event that you guys had with our mutual friend Ma- jones 
Jones, yeah, modern, right? Modern, 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 modern was modern holding it. Yeah, those people are great. Yeah, so they they were doing some sort of drive-in, like the people who run Modern were doing some sort of drive-in concert thing, and they got us to kind of start up their Frosh Week, mm. and for the Niagara Universities, and you know mm. there were quite a lot of people, and there would have been even more if it wasn't COVID. I believe, but there were so many people there. It was a good time. Hey, y'all. As you heard, sadly, I do not have sponsors, but I do have very amazingly talented friends and apps that I like to share and shamelessly plug in here. The stunning and sleek hand drawn and hand painted logo that you've seen. Go check my friend Ashley. At her IG account at Ashley.bydesign. That's A S H E L Y dot B Y D E S I G N for your creative and artsy needs. And now for a banger of an intro and outro, check out my musically talented mastermind friend, Dylan, at his IG account at by Dylan. That's at B Y D I L L E N. For all of your music production and beats, two apps y'all need to try out: Canva, where I have created some of my social media content and promo from, and Grouppad for the sick West Coast transitions you heard before this plug and right before we get back to the program. Now go check them out, and we'll be right back. DJ Kyrie again. When we were on break, right before this, right before it jumped on, you said you had a little clip you wanted to put on here. But can you, just for the listeners at home, we we kind of like teased this, but you you did a online bar mitzvah a few days ago. Yeah. Now, 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 break it down to the people at home. What is a bar mitzvah, and how did that change? Because like I can't I can't imagine like doing an online event such as like a bar mitzvah. Yeah, so bar and bat mitzvahs are in the uh, the Jewish religion when uh, a bar mitzvah is for when a boy turns 13 and a, a bat mitzvah is for when a girl turns 12. Mm. And that's basically the celebration of like coming into adulthood. That's when a boy becomes a man, when a girl becomes a woman. That's kind of like the religious side of the celebration. But what does that entail? It's a massive party. Most of them are just massive parties with prizes and crazy foods and dessert tables and dancing. And it's it's very much like on the scale of weddings. So to convert that to online is obviously a very different experience than it would have normally been in person. But it's fun. You work around different ways and it's more so just kind of hosting everyone. So it was over Zoom. So we have everyone join into a zoom chat and then basically from the formalities you would do like let's say at a wedding where you would have your introductions your speeches maybe a first dance i mean you wouldn't do that for this but so we just did those kind of formalities over that so i would introduce the family introduce speeches coming up and i would play their like special slideshow videos and stuff and i was mentioning before so in this one specifically it was fun they had a video of it's it's a cameo if you don't know what cameos are it's where you can get a celebrity to uh do a special shout out video to you or or for someone as a gift or something 
And the father of the party got a video from Kevin from The Office uh, for his son to uh, give him some inspirational words. And for any Office fans out there, he he ended it with saying, uh, now, whatever you do, don't spill the chili. (laughs) People will never forget if you spill the chili. So I I thought that was great life advice. I feel like anyone can take that with them at any time. If you're not sure, just remember, don't spill the chili. So, (laughs) but no, it was... um, It was definitely a fun, uh, different experience. It's obviously not the same as having everyone in Mm. person and dancing and physically seeing you there. But I think on the plus side was that we did have an international crowd and that would maybe be a limitation to some people who are like, I wouldn't have been able to make it because I live so-and-so away. Either Mm. it's in it's 20 minutes away. It's another country away. It's wherever it is. Right. So in that terms, I did like the idea that everyone could join in from the comfort of their home. And it even Mm. just kind of hit the important parts, but it was a different experience for sure. Yeah. So was there any like other, other events that was kind of like that that you did uh, on the side or was it just that (laughs) was that like your only online thing? That was my only online one I have done. It was like, in the later end of last year, just kind mm. of coming into lockdown and stuff. And we still had our like 25 and 50 limits for outdoor mm. events yep. and stuff. Yep. Uh, so I did end up doing like a couple, like 25 people backyard weddings. How was that? And actually, so actually there's a good story for another one. One of the yeah. parties we did, they had relatives who happened to live nearby their house So what we did is we actually split the party where some people were in one backyard. Like we had like the bride, the groom, the immediate family. And then we live streamed that to the other backyard where all the guests were. That's it. It was was really wild. So you would have like 25 people at the one house. Like again, like the more immediate part of the wedding. And then there are 25 guests and we had set up like, so they had like the camera feed and the live feed. And then we had like big TVs for them to sit and watch so they could listen to the music we were playing. They could hear the speeches that were happening, but they weren't actually there, but they were there. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like, like, like even like for setting up and stuff. Cause we were like, it's like two minutes down the street from each other. So it's like being at like, Oh, I'll be at your house and they'll be at their house. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay yeah all right that's that's, that's people have been I'm getting creative i can't take i can't take like claim of coming up with an idea like that i yeah. just participated but like people are getting really creative i'm just like visually <laughs> visually logistically like building this together i yep. was like how how, how yep. why, it, <laughs> you know yeah um, well that wraps up the whole podcast in general thank you for everyone for your time today but before we head into the buzz cut lightning round here if we can go through our list recap it once again just so the listeners at home will actually know what we are talking about what we opened up with so because i believe kyle you started first if you can please go through your top five weddings or formal songs that um every dj should have on their arsenal yeah, I had my big sing-along classics. Number five was Respect, Aretha Franklin. Number four was Hey Ya by Outkast. 
Number three, September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Number two, Single Ladies, Beyonce. And finally, my number one pick is I Want to Dance with Somebody, Whitney Houston. Thank you so much for your time, DJ Kyrie. Thanks for having me, man. This is sick. Yeah, thank you. Again, we'll have another one, of course. Could all be all us together. Could be uh, just solo. We'll see. But I would like to have all of us together again. But thank you. Aaron, if you can please give us your top five list as well. Yeah. So just to recap, in number five, I had Dua Lipa's Levitating. Number four was Sean Paul's Temperature. Number three was, again, Earth, Wind, and Fire's September. Number two would be Dancing Queen. And number one would be 24K Magic by Bruno Mars. Thank you so much, Aaron, for your time today. And thank you for uh, hopping in. This has been a pleasure. Um, Appreciate it. Anytime. And and going next to Kevin, if you can please also give us your top five list of wedding. Yeah, my top five was Crazy in Love, 24K Magic, Work, Sugar, and Blueberry Fago. All right, perfect. Thank you for your time as well, DJ OJ. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, man. I can't wait to hear what my voice sounds like. <laughs> I'll boost it up. I'll put some auto tune on it, you know, get some uh, <laughs> high quality production in there. But no, thank you. Really, really appreciate it. And definitely, definitely we'll have you on again soon. Yeah. Number, my number five was Earth, Wind, and Fire, September, of course. My number four was uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller. My number three was the controversial, I guess, by some people. DJ Casper's <laughs> Cha-Cha Slide. Number two was Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling. And number one, I mean, whatever version you want to take, Sugar Hang, Sugar Gang Hill, Apaches, or Sir Mix-a-Lots, uh, jump on it. All right, so moving on to the buzz cut laying around here. For everyone on this panel, this is your first time. For our listeners, this would be a refresher. So again, you will have to quickly each formulate a convincing buy and an argument on top five list or topic of my choosing. No briberies. So when it comes to my wedding, don't say like, all right, I'll give you a discount now. Pay it forward five, 10 years if you give me this win. That's not going to work. I'll take the discount, but ain't going to work here. Sorry, boys. Answers can be unique or original as you want to be. It could be illogical or logical. All you got to do is just appease your argument to me based on those arguments i the decider will pick which answer resonates with me the most only catch is that each guest has a total of 50 seconds for their argument go over the time or if you can't finish an argument you'll get penalized points and i may give the oppositional guest the advantage before we bring up the random number generator again the buzz cutting around for today is we talked a lot about songs you know songs that we don't like songs we do like in this case, we're going to talk about a guilty pleasure song in specific. A song that like you really, 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 really like. And regardless of what every, anyone says, you got to sneak it in there and play it no matter what anyone says. So with that being said, we're just going to bring out the random number generator here. Kyle, because you got it right the first time, you get to decide on another number from 1 to 25. It could be the same number as before could be different yeah i mean i gotta i gotta go again with 13 that's that's the one number i gotta go with okay <laughs> going straight strat right now okay aaron you you got second closest last time if you can please give me a number from one to 25 please guess i'll uh, switch it up and do 25 <laughs> <Going opposite. laughs> that's a big switch <laughs> yeah 
And then Kevin DJ OJ. Let's do um let's do let's, let's do nine. Number nine. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So number nine, number 13, number 25. Spinning three, two. Let's see. Ooh. Aaron, you should have stuck with one because Kevin, you get to go first. Atlanta number two. Kyrie or Kyle, you got to go number you got second. Oh my god. And then Aaron, <laughs> you got to go last. So you're at a disadvantage, maybe K Chuck, but maybe not. We'll see. Let me bring up my timer here. All right, so just to recap again, this is their guilty pleasure song that non-negotiable that you're gonna, you always would like to slip into your set list, regardless. Kevin, do you have your answer for me ready? Wait, I have, 15, I have 15 seconds, right? 50, five, zero. Five, zero. If you have it, let me know, and I'll let you know when we can start, and I'll start the timer. Hey, this might be a plus for you boys just to get yeah. argument. I'm like, wait, this is a bonus. We haven't started yet, so. Hey. <laughs> Kevin, your buzz cut lightning round starts in three, two. It will probably be uh, low by, uh, is it Flowrider? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. 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 Okay. My, is there a reason why you wanted yeah, to? Yeah, because you one? know I'm I'm pretty uh, as as you know from our conversation I, I like I like keeping it fresh and mm. kind of stylish and low is one of those older songs but you know it still hits the spot so you gotta mm. put that in there. All right, perfect. With twenty seconds left to spare. Okay. Hey. <laughs> nice. That's a classic. That's actually one of my most favorite like mid two thousand hip hop songs if you want to yeah. call it that. But all right. Might have an upper here, Kyle. You got right. to go second. Do you have your buzz cut lightning round answer? For I'm you? ready. I got. I got. I got my song. I'm ready okay. to rock with it. All right, this guy's confident. Let's see if he could fit into 50 seconds. Kyle, your buzz cut lightning round starts in three, two. All right. This song not only has one of the biggest recognizable bass drops in it. It's got some incredible vocals, even touching back onto weddings and everything like that. It's a feel-good vibe. It's interactive with the crowd. Everyone can go along with it. My song of choice is Love Like This, Faith Evans, and Fat Man oh, Scoop. Because okay. even DJ-wise, when that like, yeah, 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 bass drop, like when that hits, if people don't... If you got a $10 bill, put your hands up. You got a $20 bill, put your hands up, right? <laughs> and even just to top it off, when it kicks back to the engine, engine number, number nine. There's so many levels to that song that it has to be there. That's Time. my answer. Yeah, I got that. I got that. I got that. I got that. <laughs> sure. I'll give it to you. Um, you, got, you got basically your argument, and I'll give it to you. Interesting song choice. That's all I can say. Well, I'll, I'll break down who I chose and why. Aaron, last but not least, do you have your buzz cut lightning round answer? For yes, me? I do. All right. Aaron, your buzz cut lightning round starts in three, two. All right. So I am going to have to go with this one's a remix, but everybody knows it. And it's going to be Tokyo Drift. It's going to be a remix of it. It's more of a house remix. So personally, you know, I came from a EDM background. So I personally like house music a lot. This remix is very reflective of that. Um, but I, I tend to mix it in right when the iconic, you know, the cowbells start and everyone's like, wait, is that 
is that what I think it is? You know, and then mm. when when it actually plays and drops, um, like the the crowd goes hype, you know, mm. and that's definitely one of the I more unexpected reactions I get from the crowd. I'm gonna pretend that whole reaction part at the end did not happen <laughs> because you, it went time array. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, but based this is on a tough everyone's round, art, yeah, this is hard. Three songs I actually really like, just because going by theme, just because it's a song that I've heard way too often, and it's a song that I don't. It's not as refreshing or as as um, or it's something that I would like to hear more often. And again, this is this is your song that you'd plug in non-negotiable. But for me, I'd be like, all right, I'm I'm taking a, a drink break. I'm going to a bar. I'm leaving. Sorry, K Chuck. Flowrider is not going to work out for me this time. It's one of those songs that's wow. that's a classic. I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs. But because you hear that song everywhere, I think for every event that I've been to, that's a song that I've heard a lot. Yeah, clubs especially. Just because it's a classic hip hop song, right? And rated well, but I don't think compared to the other two tracks, the other two tracks is a bit more underrated in a sense. That's why this is going to make it hard because these two tracks I also like, not as much as low, but because of if I was going to go in there and listen to it, which one would I rather have? The Tokyo Drift one. I always gush over Tokyo Drift when I hear the cowbells, but you said EDM, that was a nice, like, throwback to it because not not everyone plays that version love like this has to be one of the best like you don't even need to mc and it gets a high it's a hype starter song um and faith evans underrated underrated you you have that with you could plug that with any notorious big song or like any 90s like hip-hop song in there like seamless transition but because of this song when it gets played and just it just depends on my mood. I don't know if which one's more annoying. Either Fat Man Scoops yelling or the <laughs> whiny. No, but you have to listen to my version. It doesn't have the whiny, whiny stuff. It's yeah. it's purely the best parts of Tokyo Drift. Mm. I'll, I'm going to send it to you after. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got to go with the song I gushed over. I got to go with Tokyo Drift. Um, <laughs> just because. Wow. At the end of the day, it's whatever song that's like that I don't hear a lot of anymore. And Tokyo Drift is like a movie song, but when it's like when it's on, everyone gets like, like everyone's like, oh shit, I remember this song. Like I forgot the song, but I remember the movie it came from. Like, but yeah, it was a very tough one though. I will say that 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 Faith Evans, I was like, damn, that's a hard hitter. That's a classic. (laughs) That's in every like party, every like sports events, like yeah house party and you can like- you can mix it up so well like one of my favorites is i mix it with this is how we do it montel oh, jordan oh, but yeah. i'll layer that. it over you can you can time it so it literally goes like this is how we bass drop oh, like so like transition. stuff like that like i love doing stuff like that i love these little pockets of music and that like the bass drop Oh, it hits every time on a dance floor. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> I'm stealing honestly, that. Do honestly, it, do what, it, man. It's fire. It's fire. you'll you'll see the time, the BPM and timing are like exactly. It's perfect. Honestly, what you just described there for listeners at home who don't DJ and who don't like who don't see it in that like level. When you said that, it's equivalent of like people who watch anime or like watch like a, a nice 
action scene and there's a fight fighting sequence or an like animation sequence that like gives you like that hard raging boner you're like oh my god I just, like, Whoa. Like, that, that that is like symphony that is masterpiece right there like that transition like that flaw like i'm like wow that that would work like yeah fuck. It's, I, that, that's one of my like go-tos again, even like starting a hip hop floor or something like that, especially at a wedding. Cause you don't want to go too, too hard with stuff, but those are kind of like safer. This is how yeah. we do it. It was almost on my list as well, because that's like, if you're starting a hip hop dance set, that's such a safe song to go mm-hmm. with. And it's in that BPM of range that you can kind of start messing around if you need to go down a little bit, or if you're in the hundreds or whatever. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> no but again like that that was that was insane i mean if you use that in your buzz cut lane round you may have won but you did wow. so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the next time next time there's a next time there's always a next time well thank you again for everyone for your time and perspectives today now for each of you where can they find you on your social media let's go with the winner winner chicken dinner here first dj malik aaron malik can you please give us your social media and what you've been working on you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud. I don't know what else there is, but just search DJ Malig and spell uh, it out. DJ M A L I G. And yeah, you can just find me on any social media. I've been working on some new music lately. My first release was Heading Home, cover of another song. Yeah, go listen to it. It's on Spotify as well. And yeah, cheers. Perfect. Thank you so much, Aaron, for your time today. And uh, yeah. Gladly have you on back. This is great. This is a great time. We're doing this again soon. Yeah. <laughs> really appreciate it. Thank you. Going on to the second place guest here. Catch up, runner up, whatever you want to call it. But Kyrie. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> it's Kyle. DJ Kyrie, can you please, the listeners at home, let them know where they can find you? Yeah. Social medias. You can definitely find me on Instagram at DJ K-Y-R-E-I. It's not like Kyrie, like Kyrie Irving. It's K-Y-R-E-I. And I always get that question. Like, do you name yourself after Kyrie Irving? Like, yeah, I love DJing so much. I named myself after a basketball player. (laughs) 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 But so DJ Kyrie, you guys can check me out there. I've got links to SoundCloud mixes and stuff up in there. I wish I could say like, come check me out at (laughs) this place on these days. But uh, hopefully in the near future, I will give you those dates and we'll be back out and partying and Tony, man, this has been great. Thanks for having us on here. This has been really good. No, thank you for allowing me to do this. Um, Again, this was in the works. This was an idea that I really wanted to get out there. And you were the very first person I contacted about for this segment. I remember in the summertime last year, I was like, yo, September. can We talked about this a while ago. Yeah, yeah, a while ago, almost a year ago. And now we got in the works and hopefully we can get more, maybe more club focus, maybe top 40 tracks like what Aaron said. That's a really good idea. We got to build our top 40. Yeah, maybe do like a draft thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But you got to tune in just to see uh, what we're cooking up here. But thank you again, Kyle. Really appreciate it. And it was nice seeing you again. Yeah, man. For real. Same here. Thank you. And Kevin, DJ OJ, K-Chuck, what you got for us in terms of social media? Where can the listeners find you at home? Good. Find me on um, djojmusic.com instagram.com slash dj oj music all right perfect those are my do, main ones do you have anything you're working on right now hopefully some electronic music we got some tech house planned um nice. i might i might upload some of the drum and bass i've been working on might even get into trap too because we're 
we've been me and Aaron has been doing a lot of hip hop gigs for the past two years. Mm. So maybe we could put together some like sick intros or nice. some 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 music we could put in between mm. to make uh, set the vibe, you know. So that's what we're definitely working on right now. All right. Well, looking forward to it and can't wait to see what. Uh, well, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Can't wait to see what post quarantine brings up to you. What uh, DJ Kyrie, DJ OJ, and DJ Mally Control Zero comes up with after quarantine's done. Well, yes, thank you again, gentlemen, for all your time today and your perspective. For our listeners at home, if you enjoyed this pod or have some thoughts on our list or want to submit your own topics you'd want us to listen and debate about, feel free to follow us and hit us up at our IG account at BB Shop Quintet Podcast or email us at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you can give us a follow, a five-star review on Apple Pod, and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms, and let's be your top five of the day. Cheers.